Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is a Believe Georgia Dodge Podcast on the Believe Podcast <laughs> Network. Wilcox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Good evening, neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32, 18. Let the celebration begin. All right. Good evening. Happy Sunday. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network, as it says right on down below. Joining me, getting his first win as offensive coordinator for the Gators of Ware County, it's my man, Israel Troop. Troop, what's up, dude? Yeah, the great win for us. Um, I mean, we as a collectively, we did such a great job. Um, shit, I'm excited, man. We're playing the rain-soaked uh, monsoon of a storm, uh, but we, we managed to pull it off. Our defense played great. Um, that's really what cut this season. So it was exciting times. A ball started this past Saturday, and the big games are this Saturday. And I'm so excited. Absolutely, man. It was. It was. And we got a little bit of taste of it this weekend. Here it comes uh, this this uh, this next weekend, two three thirty Eastern, two thirty Central time. It is the Georgia Bulldogs kicking off against the Ducks of Oregon, led by our man Dan Lanning. So, uh, but want to? Uh, we're going to talk about that for sure. That's uh, that's definite must. Uh, but we want to kind of recap. Uh, one of our conference brethren had a huge game this weekend. We'll talk about that um, because you not only watched it, but you won some. You won some on Bet Online, who happens to be the they happen to be the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews, news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. If you really want, uh, you can probably find some MLS, some La Liga, EPL, whatever you want to find. Um, you could probably find it. Bet Online continues to be the online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use that mobile device. Join to, and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's BELIEVE50, B L E A V 50, to, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Dude, I'm kind of jealous because. I picked Vandy and the over, and every time I bet, I lose. Every time I don't bet, no. and I say, hey, this is what it is, man, I would have hit big. Yeah, I hit big, man. I uh, I lost the merch, the Barca Moorhead game. Um, not another alum. Uh, gave me a little bit of bad intel to begin with because I'd already put the bet in, mm. and he texted me as soon, oh, boy. as soon as I hit. I hit, and he was like, "Never mind, change that." Um, but you know, it was it was a good week for me this week. So 
uh, BetOnline, I appreciate it. And um, anybody who is watching, listening, uh, BetOnline wants to use. Um, easy to use. So easy. Uh, there's multiple ways to play. You can play the spread. You can play. You can play it. You can do whatever you want to. So if I were you, if, if you're in just just for a little bit, you know, a place to raise on the game, bet online is used. Gotcha. 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 So did you take the parlay or did you just go straight up or did you take like a multiple game parlay? I tried the parlay, which I'm glad I didn't because Mercer absolutely destroyed Moorhead State and that would have lost me the whole thing. But um, I took. Vandy, um, New Mexico State, which they let me down. Um, I took. That's definitely a good thing you didn't go. <laughs> yeah, um, I forget who else I took, but I won four out of six. So, I mean, that ain't bad. There you go. Yeah, I would have taken a little uh, same game parlay there with the uh, with the points in the over, or maybe even the money line in the over. Um, but we'll make our picks later on against the spread. You can take them or leave them. Probably take Israel's, leave mine. Um, at the door because um, uh, I've had not so good luck on, on my picks. I, I I went with Nebraska. Glad I didn't bet that one. Yeah, um, I, did. I did not go with Nebraska. Um, well, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to pull that one off for a second. Yeah, there you go. I'm not going to kick an onside kick up two scores in the third quarter. Oh, just just not just not going to do it. So the squib and yeah. the onside is two kicks that just need to be eliminated from football, in my opinion. Unless you're down and you need to get and you need the onside kick, don't do it. Don't squib it, just keep yeah. it in the whole field. Yeah. Now, if you're in high school and that's about all you can do, fine. By all means. But be good at covering. By all means. Mm-hmm. Which we weren't Friday night. Uh, we, we, we squibbed one and uh, we had just like, we got down big again. Um, and then we scored. So we like, we like crack the door open to maybe try to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had just kind of got a little bit of momentum, like pushing the door open and we, we squib it. And not only did we only have 10 players out there on the coverage team, we squib it and they ran right where the 10th player would have been. Another guy ran out of his lane and they, they housed it and then slammed the door right back in our face. <clears throat> that door sounds like it closed quickly there, brother. It did. Closed real quickly um, to the tune of 47-14. Mm-hmm. But they have a player on there that my cousin called me and asked me about um, who I think could be a good receiver for Georgia. Um, but on the other hand, I've heard his GPA starts with a 1, so Oof. and it ain't 1.9. Yeah. It ain't going to cut so, not not sure that's going to work out for him. He he was committed to Michigan State and he just decommitted and I heard that's the reason why. Yeah, he did. It was kind of like a Yeah, it was kind of like a exactly. They said, "Hey, you're going to decommit because we're not we're not, we're not going to pull the offer publicly. But you just need to go and decommit. You got till I guess they gave him a deadline probably. So, um yeah, that was our that was our Friday night. Um, we had a few few errant snaps. Now we're going under center, um, and uh, yeah, not a not a great night. But you know, we came out of halftime and drove it right down for our second touchdown. Beautiful drive. Um, so try to get a little bit of positive momentum 
no, had a few no things reason. Had a few things go well. You know, when a couple of things go well, you know, you kind of build off of it week by week. Yeah. You know, try to give your kids some positives leading to hopefully stars clicking. Hey, that is that you're young. We're we're two for two on our special. We there you go. We uh we run we run a special play. We're two for two on it. There you go. Um week by week. Yeah. Get better each week. <laughs> We've ran it twice, scored twice. <laughs> We've scored 14 of our 21 points on the season on this one play. <laughs> there you go. So, I like it. Uh, I, I can at least point to that and say, okay, well, at least we were two for two on the, tri- on the, uh, on the, on the special play. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, who could have used a little bit of that uh, luck was Hawaii. Um, they didn't get so they didn't get that Mike, Wright, Holy cow, dude. He can run. Oh yeah. i tell you what, though, that first drive together at the beginning of the game, was pretty sporty. You know, I like the multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're playing fast. I mean, they play very well. I think the the experience of Vandy, you know, just kind of overwhelmed them a little because um, they didn't panic yeah. like they normally do. <clears throat> no, they Things didn't. weren't going well. It's way bad after that first drive. Um, um, so, I think Vandy's going to be better. Um, you know, they still have to go through the yeah, game. They're going to. In those games, so at, at the end of the day, um, I think Vandy had a really good showing in Hawaii. And I, know, I think Vandy's going to think Vandy's going to do some really good things here real soon. Yeah, they're going to start the season off. They're going to they're going to roll into Tuscaloosa three and one. I think. Um, you know, they, they've got some good things going on in year two. Um, la, uh, last night they finished with six hundred and four total yards on offense. Four, they rushed for four four oh seven. One hundred sixty three of them came from Mike Wright on thirteen carries. <clears throat> scored two of them. Uh, he threw for two more. He was 13 of 21 passing for 140 yards. Um, they take on Elon next week in Nashville. So, or this week, I should say. Uh, so they have a chance to get two and zero start the right. season. So I'm impressed with the quarterback. So, he's a, he's a tough kid. You know, he missed a couple of reasons that they want to say the first two series, you know, um, after that he settled in, um, yeah. you know, for a quarterback, uh, you know, it always, it always takes a little minute for you. You know, you get your feet up on you. But after that, I mean, that's so um, mm-hmm. I think they got the right game. Um, I think they showed some today. So, Andy might be a sleeper. They might. <laughs> they might so, not finish in the cellar. Might not finish dead last. Very after all. Right now, <clears throat> it's very like at this very moment. Ooh, yeah, that, that Missouri game just got real interesting. Missouri probably watching that going. <sighs> okay, <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> they watch Mike Wright. They're, they're like, they're just going to watch him scamper all over. He's going to be a problem for a lot of people. Absolutely, but, and he's smart. And those uniforms, football. those uniforms they rock, man. I like those the helmets. The, the helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the V doesn't look. He doesn't that look bad. bad. It, it does I, not look that bad. And we spent <coughs> I'm getting choked up over here. We spent all all off season making fun of that V. It actually looks pretty good it's on a helmet. Not sure about good. any other uniform. And they still rock the star V on the chest, but it does not look bad on the helmet. And I like the stripes. Okay. I like that they should stick with these white helmets. These are this is a good look for them. I do. I like I like it. You know, when you just put the V on paper, it does not <laughs> I look at it at all. But like mm-hmm. you said, when you put it on a hill, you know, it, it looks it look yeah. 
good. So, you know, you look good, you play good, and they play good less. It'll be good to see. No, they, you know, cer- they certainly okay, do. To get back to competitive. Yeah, and this was a historic night for them. This is the first time they've they've beat a an FBS opponent um, with more than fifty six points since nineteen forty eight. It's the first time they've eclipsed fifty six points since nineteen forty eight. Mm. I bet they're Nashville. That, that that was their highest total. Oh yeah, they were, they were. Um, did you see that play with Will Shepard? They were down. Uh, it was Vandy's first touchdown, actually. No, I missed that one. I uh, I called it right about the second half. I think it was. Um, and then I after that because I was like. It's getting pretty late. <laughs> I hear so that, I man. All the other games before that, I completely forgot, man. You played at like 10.30. Yeah, I hear that. A so th- too. A lot of games kind of said. Yeah. So we're, we're going we're gonna to try this on this professional gram here. Uh, we're going to try. I'm going to show you this play. I'm going to show our viewers this play. So I'm going to see. I'm going to check out this function right here. I'm going to see if I'm able to show my screen. Let's see. I'm going to share. Okay, maybe later. Okay, maybe later. Maybe later. Um, but the, the, the play was uh, Hawaii forgetting to cover the wide receiver, Will Shepard. <laughs> Did they just yeah, – they, they got just, a unique look. They they just uh, and he's tall too. You can't miss him. Yeah, he's kind of a kind of a guy. Kind of important, right? Yeah, right in the box. they just That's forgot. Tall. Yep, they just forgot to get over there, and Mike Wright couldn't get the thing out of his hands fast enough. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh that was pretty hilarious, but it was uh. It was a one yard is from the one he looks out there. It's like, okay, so I'm going to run into this loaded box or I'm going to throw it here over here to this guy that I'm just going to throw it to the uncovered guy here. Let's, uh, let's let him go. But, uh, let's see. Um, the Honolulu star, uh, advisor. Let's see what they have to say. Let's see their headline here. Vanderbilt crushes university of Hawaii and Timmy Chang's head coaching debut. Mm, the Timmy Chang player. era as University of Hawaii football coach got off to a promising start. The cold, hard reality of what might be to be to come set in quickly after Hawaii's opening drive on both sides of the ball as Vanderbilt crushed the Rainbow Warriors 63-10 to Saturday night in front of its first sellout crowd, 9,346, to attend a game at Clarence T.C. Ching Athletic Complex. The writer that I'm going to give credit to is Billy Hull of the Star Advisor in Honolulu. It's a great, great article from your your local news. I know it's a great line to see when you're, yeah, not Fresh good, star. not star. good at all. You know, I think Hawaii is going to be pretty good. You know, they get a couple of recruits in. Um, you know, coach. Uh, uh, they just need a couple of. He's he's, he's a great coach. Time. He just he just needs to get he just needs to get settled. It's really what oh, yeah. happened. Get a couple people in. I think they'll be fine. Nothing yeah. to panic about yet. No, not at all. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about this week before we get into our picks here. Um, 
what what have you seen from the Ducks? Like, you know, <clears throat> what 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 is seen, man. Dan Lanning? Now, now you know for the Ducks, you're gonna have to contain Noah Sewell. That's for sure, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna have to contain him. He he's gonna be one of the defensive stalwarts. He is projected first team all conference. Him and Bennett Williams and Brandon Dorless are all preseason first team all conference projected um on defense. So Dan Lanning has some has some weapons that he can uh, that he can work with at his mm-hmm. disposal. So they have one at each level. And you know they they can they can get they can get after the passer pretty good. Yeah, um, I think if we do our homework. I think I think we'll be fine. I think we have more fire offensively um, to let three guys you know hurt us. You know they're not although they're big conference guys. No real Andersons over there. No. Um, so um, or Thibodeau. Thibodeau's gone as well. Um, right. I think at this point, I think it's just staying within ourselves, you know, work the game plan, work, work your formations, um, get the ball to you, we'll be fine. Um, I don't think this is a game we need to overthink. I think this is a game to where uh, what works, you know, kind of kind of see what, what formations, you know, you can get in to kind of take one. Um, get Stetson comfortable early, you know, yeah. kind of take the cobwebs off, you know, establish the run. Um, and then everything that care of itself then. What I'm worried about is Bo Nick mm-hmm. on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He, he knows Georgia, you know, just like Coach Lanning knows what kind of instantly. Um, and we yeah, all know that Bo Nix is a runner. Um, how do we contain him? You know, we know that he likes to get out of the pocket early. Um, do we kind of go with the same game plan against him? Although it's a new coordinator for them. Um, Bo Nix hadn't changed. So until he Established the fact that he can throw the football. Um, I think kind of heat him up and let him make mistakes. As we know, mm-hmm. it's going to come off and early that he's going to make a mistake. Yeah, and 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 he's gonna and he's gonna likely compound it. Like if you can, if you can stay on him, he's going to compound it, trying to make up for the last mistake that he made. And he's going to keep going, keep going, keep going. That's where he got in trouble at Auburn. The same goes with if something goes well. It kind of starts to pile on. He starts to get a little confident. So he, he's a very streaky player, either good or bad. Um, but the Ducks need more explosive plays. They had only ten plays or forty or more yards last year. Can you believe that? That does not sound like the Oregon Ducks that we all know that we've loved over the years. With uh, Mary, that's what they were missing against. Or- that's what they were missing against yeah. Utah. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, I th- um, Utah came in that game with a plan. You know, and they executed the plan. I think you a phenomenal team. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of commentators and analysts have them to the playoff um, from winning the Pac-12. Pac I do. Um, or Pac-10, whatever one they have. Yeah, I got them. I got them. I, I'm, but, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a Ute, I'm a Ute believer here. Coach Whittingham does a great job with them, and they play hard for every single play. They really um, They really do. So they um, they be a, a power team. You know, to look forward to, and I think they're going to run the pack in or twelve. However many teams they got over there, um, I think they're going to be the pack eight. <laughs> so, but Oregon's going to be a great, great test for us. You know, they're always going to come with speed. Um, they always have great size, um, and they're always pretty, pretty well coached. You know, it's just <laughs> one of them. Um, 
you know, it's a big stage for him. Coach Lanning's first. Um, and now Kirby's to the point now where he's the, he's the head coach, you know, with assistants being head coaches now. Um, so who's going to be the first to beat him? I just don't think it's going to be, um, I, I just don't think it's going to be Oregon. I just don't think they have the depth. I, I don't think people realize how deep teams in, in the SEC are and yeah. how much speed actually exists. I mean, I know Dan Lanning understands it because he's coached it for the last six seasons, but um, I, I just don't think people realize how f- big and fast and strong these teams are up front. It's not the skill guys that kill you. It's the it's the people inside. It's the big bodies. It's the heavy bellies. Oh yeah, the heavy I mean, bellies. I mean, you got you got you got guys like Jordan Davis, who is three hundred and sixty pounds and runs a four seven. Yeah, like that's a load, yeah. dude. <laughs> See this, this defensive front, this linebacker, and at it. Um, I think we're going to be fine. Uh, we're going to do what we do in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um. Looking forward to seeing can we first and foremost, that's most important than anything. And can we get pressure on the quarterback? That's what we Yeah, we, we need we need to heat up Bonex. I mean, that's unforced errors. They need to put the ball on the ground, all that good stuff. Um our guy, DGD, is back in the show. If you want to get in in the chat, make sure you uh subscribe to the YouTube channel, jump in and uh we we will uh, we will see you in uh, in the chat. So I'm gonna go ahead and put this chat overlay right over here. Um, but yeah, I I just think it. You know, if if we can get past this veteran offensive line, they return all five of their starters. So seven five of their seven starters returning on offense are offensive linemen. Uh, they have seven on defense as well, and they res- and they return their specialty unit. So. It, you know something's got a something's got to give for this team. It's it's a very veteran team, which I think is an advantage for them as they enter Pac-12 competition. But again, this Oregon defense is going to see an, a, a Georgia offense that returns a lot of players, mm-hmm. even even not even not even technically starters, but just players that played significant snaps. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely, looking at depth chart. Today, um, knew this one is, but we got, got AD starting at X, Z, and case at, at Y. Um, and our three receivers, mm-hmm. there's three guys right there that just you know did a phenomenal job for us last year. Um, our oh, returners, um, two sophomores and a senior, you know, who decided yeah. to come back and join the party. Um, I'm up front, you know, we got Jones, man, talked about it earlier. And they moved Mims to guard. Remember, he was, if you're on the play, you know, he found a way. But on this depth chart, as he's moved to left guard, um, Van yeah. Pranza Center, uh, Ratledge at uh-huh. guard, and then at right tackle. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I know we talked, it was um, got a little banged up. Um, but, you know, right here, I mean, this is this is a power. Or, I mean, this is a power offense, especially the, the tight ends we got with the uh, Bowers, Washington, and Gilbert um, and off the bench. So, I mean, this is this is nice. You got McIntosh and Milton toting the pill with Dejon coming in, too. So, I mean, we all know up to sleeve for all, all those guys um, to use their talents. I mean, yeah, it's 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 kind of like a kind of like a pick your poison type deal, you know. Absolutely. It's you know, uh, you know do do you want Bowers? Do you want Washington? Do you want Gilbert? Do you want McConkey? Do you want Ad Mitchell? 
you want Kyrus? When those guys get tired, do you want uh, Rosemary Jack Saint? When they get tired of tackling Milton and, and McIntosh, you want Dywan Edwards? Yeah, I mean, come like where, like where does this list stop? It's getting ridiculous. So I mean, mm-hmm. it is. It's it's, it's some, a lot of picks on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm pretty sure the offensive staff has been hard at work playing for this week. Um, I don't doubt that whatsoever. Yeah. They're gonna come in with a with high energy. It's in Atlanta, so it's basically in our backyard. So you know, um, the stands are gonna be back um, with a sprinkle of orange and yellow. Yeah, I mean of green and yellow. Um, so mm-hmm. It's going well, they got to get Stetquavius going. Absolutely. You know, Stetson's put on some weight. You know. A little muscular, uh, rocking the tail. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. He may have a few tats. You never know. Walking the arm slip, what's going to come out? What he's going to come out uh, with? Dude, oh, dude, dude is going to come out with a gold chain, a freaking sleeve on his left arm. Um, Absolutely. He's going to be buff as hell. Dude. And he's going to be rocking all the swag. He's going to be rocking the swaggiest shoes you've ever seen in your life. Absolutely. So uh, I'm excited to see us, you know, kind of see what we build, um, what we built during the season. Um, I'm excited to see this offensive line, uh, Joe, because um, that's going to be the most important. You know, we got the guys out wide in the backfield and the quarterback to do it. But can we act and can we establish the line of scrimmage? What's going to be most important? I yeah, think with the we, that they got right now, I think it's gonna it's gonna be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They just got to be on the same page is, is really what it comes down to. If they're on the same page, like like uh, like Robert said, Georgia gonna be eating again. Georgia gonna eat. Dogs gonna eat. Let the big dog eat. Right. That's what's gonna happen. And yeah. uh, you know, you you can take that to the bank. Um, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm a we're going to go over the, the the betting odds when we make our official pick later, but you know I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this game. I think the atmosphere is going to be electric. I I, I don't think I don't think Oregon knows what they're really walking into. <clears throat> no, no, I think Dan Landing knows what they're walking into, but I don't think the team knows what they're walking into. But can you adequately prepare them for that? Probably not, right? The best is turn the music on full blast. <laughs> At practice with crowd noise, and you know, hope your guys can handle it. Well, yeah, Bo Nix is experienced, so he'll be able to he'll be able to handle <laughs> it. You know, from a from a player standpoint, because he's played stadiums. You know, um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he did beat Alabama twice. Twice did he beat him twice? Just once. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of knows. I think he just beat him once. Here, yeah, um, of playing the SEC, so I don't think it shell shock him. But everybody else is, no. you know, he's kind of, kind of going to have to keep their composure. Yeah. Yeah. And again, they're going to have to get some – Oregon's going to have to get some big plays out of people that they weren't expecting to get big plays out of. Mm-hmm. That That's going to be – that's going to be the biggest thing. They're going to have to expect – they're going to have to get something out of somebody that they don't expect. Like, let's, let's look at their depth chart here um, for the Oregon Ducks who – Who's uh, a lot of people are picking them to win the conference. I got Utah for the playoff. Like Troy Franklin, <clears throat> like he, he, technically he's a starter. He's a new starter. They're expecting a little bit out of him, but like he's gonna have to have something, right? Um, you know, Deontay Thornton again, another receiver. 
Byron Cardwell, the running back, like they're going to have to have huge games out of these guys. They're going to have to have a huge game running the ball against Georgia. Then, That's usually the backbreaker there. If they can if they can get chunks, big chunk plays. It's kind of hard to run right at this defense. So they're going to have to find a way to get the ball to the perimeter where there's screens, um, jet, jet sweep, anything like that. They might have yeah. a little power read um, concept with your gap scheme type stuff. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, try to run. Um, if they have to rely yeah. on Onyx's arm all night, then you might as well call it a wash and pray that they change so you can have a running clock because it's going to get ugly fast. Um, but they established a run a little bit. I think they have a fight. Um, although we picked Utah to win the conference, I also think that if they can have in this game, it's going to go a long way to their, you know, playing in the ball, especially when they meet Utah as well, because this is going to be the most physical team they'll play until they meet. Yeah. Absolutely, because looking at looking at their schedule now, they have, you know, obviously they start with us, but you know, I, I think they go to Eastern. They have Eastern Washington, then BYU at Washington State, and then October first is their first real physical team that they play in Stanford. <clears throat> then they're at Arizona. Then they're home against UCLA. So between now. And let's see, they don't get Utah until November 19th. So between now and November 19th, they get two two really good teams. Yeah. Like their schedule is cake. The Stanford like Cal, game is up. Like Cal, Cal is like, they're done, dude. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I love Justin Wilcox. That is a tough place to win. That is a tough place to do yeah. anything well. Uh, at Colorado, which they're scrappy, but they're still bottom of the barrel at this moment. Uh, Washington, no clue. The Jimmy Lake era was one year, and it was probably a program setback. Uh, at Oregon State, that's going to be a tricky game for them. Uh, yeah. Civil War. Yeah, the um, they're in Corvallis, and it's the last game in the history of Research Stadium, too, because I think they're tearing oh, it down after this year. So that'll be a special one. So. They've got a cake schedule until November nineteenth. They play two hard games between yeah. between us. After they play us, they play two hard teams: Stanford and UCLA. And then they get to they Utah. Know, you know, it'd be kind of tough for them. BYU's always played tough. It's not um, gonna. It's not gonna be a physical game though. BYU, but, old. Yeah, it's not gonna be a physical but game though. It'd be a good one. Yeah. It, it'll be a good one. It'll be interesting, but it won't be it won't be one that like they're going to be in the cold tub Sunday morning. When you pick game, they won't. Yeah, that that won't it won't be like that. Like it's good that they're playing Eastern Washington because um, th- this will be a black and blue game for them. Yeah. So um, I was reading through my favorite site, ujsports.com. My man, Anthony Dasher, wrote wrote his dashboard. He's got a season and weekly predictions. This is a great article. Um, they don't really sponsor us, so this is kind of a freebie, but um, Dash and Roddy do it right, man. So I'll give him – I have no problem giving him a little pub here. Uh, so he, he wrote a phenomenal article, and it's going to drive my next few questions here. So what's your what's your biggest concern coming into this game? 
our front seven defensively. Um, and we not really replace, but can we just maintain the, the dominance that we had last year? Because a lot of those guys played, like we've been saying, um, experience. You know, they just haven't been in the predominant starter role. Can these guys, you know, just kind of selling from last year? Of course, they're going to give a couple of points um, because the dominant factor, you know, of that group that left is just was just amazing. Um, you know, you had people get out of their game plan of running the football. Alabama, for example, in that championship, didn't even try to run the ball. Um, you yeah. know, so can we, you know, strike fear in people with the group that we have this year? You know, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to, the front seven. Oh, our secondary is our secondary. We kind of know how that's going to go. Um, you know, that's never Yeah, you just got to kind of hang on. Yeah. Yeah, that's never really been like who's the secondary this week. Um, it's more so those, that front defensive line and our linebackers. Can they help out? Yeah, because because we you, you know we have. It, I, I guess I I guess you can call it a weakness, but it it is not the strongest part of our of our team is the secondary. Uh, we got some talented guys over there, but they just hadn't played well together. But yeah, I mean, my biggest concern also is you know the offensive line gelling. You know, it you got new leadership there with Coach Cyrils, and he's great. Love him. But like anytime you change coaches, you know, the, the, the chemistry gets thrown off some. And yeah, even though we scrimmage each other, what you what was that? That break is huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's that's the biggest, biggest part of it. You know, if we didn't have him, I'd be even more concerned. But like just those guys, just those guys gelling mm-hmm. and and coming together, being on the same page and 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 being crisp in such a tough opening game. If they can do that. This offense will be historically good. Oh yeah, um, we've got too many weapons for it not to be good, but I'll start. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, th- this uh, this concern could be a huge non-concern if they're on the same page right out of the gates. Like it, the, the talent of the offensive line is not a concern. Yes, it's it's them playing together. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you think the leading rusher will be? Ooh, that's a tough one. Stet Quavius, he's going to rush for 2,300 yards this year. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Um, if he's doing that, then that means one of two things. Either they built that around him or he's running for his life. <laughs> to make it happen. <laughs> or they hired or they fired Munk in like midseason and hired Paul Johnson as the offense coordinator. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be Kenny. Um, yeah. Um, I think Kenny is going to have a great year as well. Um, um, you know, so I think it's going to be a, a three-headed monster back there. You know, Alabama did it yeah. um, for so long. Um, you know, they had a, they had a feature, um, which I think is going to be Kenny. Um, and then they, they had a lot of cops. I think it's going to be the year that they had Henry and Yeldon. Um, and there was one more. Can't put my head on, um, but a, shoot, three headed monster back there, and then just I think I think it. that was I think that was the first year of uh, Josh Jacobs, maybe. Man, yeah, man, he might have been the last one, the other one. It was Josh um, Jacobs or like Kenyon Drake or somebody like that. Yeah, you know, all those guys towed the rock. So he's yeah. going to be running back by committee. Whoever's hot, I think uh, the carries uh, and is going to turn into that guy. Um, but the fact that each one could possibly 
um, other than Dejan because I haven't seen him sit out wide. Um, the fact that, that one of them is going to have to play the cook role. One of them's got to be be split out wide. I'll um, give you an extra. I think that's McIntosh. Um, you know, you know speed guy. <clears throat> uh, you know, safety's got to cover him, or linebacker's got to cover him. Um, I think that guy's going to be dynamic in this offense this year. Um, although we have three legit tight ends that can do it as well, but the fact that a running back can do it, I mean, just adds an extra dimension to your offense. Absolutely, it's just it's just scary. Yeah, I I think it'll be McIntosh. I I, I think we're going to have two thousand yard guys. I think McIntosh is going to edge. Uh, Milt, but we're gonna have two thousand yard guys in those yeah. two. Very, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Tony Chubb, and I think I think that's yeah. what the running back room is gonna look like. Very similar to those guys. That yeah, who uh, who leads? Who's the leading receiver? I think AD AD stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does well. I think last year, I'm um, in the sophomore campaign. Um, you can't you can't count him um, now. I'm just talking about receivers here, obviously, but uh, we all know that Brock and that group is going to have a major year uh, from the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Just as a receiver, I think AD uh, leads the receiving leads the receivers this year, um, and he uh, the doors for Blaylock and Jackson and uh, those guys. If you want to just go straight for wide yeah. personnel, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just go O five personnel. Just let's let's do it. Um, can you believe that? Like Dash mentioned a stat, like he'd be the second bulldog behind Terrence Edwards to have over a thousand in a season. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> it's close. I know AJ, AJ was um, you know, with um I, I think the year he got suspended, he would have gone over. Oh yeah. Um, you know, TK Marlin, um mm-hmm. Michael B. Um that two thousand twelve year um would have been a thing. Marlin and TK would have went over. Um, 800 yards had Marlon not gotten hurt that year. Um, you know, Bennett the year after that had he gotten hurt. Um, so we've had the people, you know, for guys that that mark, but knock on wood, hopefully nothing happens this year and the guy can actually break that. Yeah. Every time they're on the bird, you know, something happens. You know, an injury occurs and, you know, kind of knocks them yeah. out. <laughs> you usually it happens when they travel to Knoxville. <laughs> Luckily we don't have to play over there this year. I know, right? Because uh, they're they're chomping at the bit to win the East. Uh, who who who's the top guy on defense? Ooh, I'm looking for Carter to have, have a great year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying Jalen Carter, a great year. Yeah. I think he's going to yeah. have a phenomenal year. You know, they've been I think Michael Williams is going to yeah. be the top freshman over there. Mm, that's a good one. I think he's going to be opposite of Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith's going to get about ten sacks. I think. Oh yeah, he's, he's gonna make some money this year. Now, let me tell you, he's gonna. Buy, I think he's gonna have a breakout year this year. I think here, um, I think mm-hmm. he's gonna have to become that vocal leader, um, that Dean. I um, mean, you know, that's yeah, it's kind of hard for some too. But he's the most experienced person, <clears throat> so I think it's gonna have to be him. Yeah. Now, Robert's very active. <coughs> ah. As, as is my uh, coughing this week, um, Robert's very active here in the chat. You should, you guys should join in uh, with them. Our guy Juan's going to fall out of the top ten this year. Um, <laughs> that's that's sucks. Um, 
That sucks at all. Yeah, tried in room, maybe way too much to even handle for flow. And Sewell, yeah, I agree there. I mean, our tight end room will probably win this game alone against Oregon. Um, I'm excited about Kamari Lasser. I think, Robert, you mentioned him last week for sure. Um, he's getting more and more notoriety as as we speak. <coughs> and Jamon Dumas-Johnson, I think, will uh, will be a big guy uh, in the linebacker room. I think he'll be kind of – he'll emerge as one of those leaders towards the – you know, after – you know, as the season wears on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a, you know, how much talent we do have on that side of the ball. Um, one guy that I'm looking forward to, Chas Chambliss. Um, you know, we saw the big hitting, so we, we know he's not afraid of contact, uh, which I still think is a BS call, but it was called. Um, you know, he's number yeah. two behind Nolan. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they use all these guys. You know, because you know, uh, production guy. So if you're not getting it done, he's going to find somebody else that's going to do it. Um, you know, with uh, Chris yeah. Smith coming back. Oh, God. Um, yeah. You know, that that's huge. Pool coming back, deciding to stay, that's huge. So, I mean, you know, secondary is our secondary. Um, but <clears> you know, those guys coming back and, you know, um, giving some stability. Um, and that secondary is huge. You know, we got Bill that decided to come back as well. Um, at, and, you know, he's a leader. Um, he's played a lot. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see how, how all these guys are playing. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah. he's going to be a huge, huge defense. Um, Starks, I mean, you can go on and on, you know, about what's on that side of the ball. So amazing to kind of see exactly where they are. Um, how they're used, you know, with this defense. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It, it's, it's exciting because there's a bunch of guys that we're not sure about. A lot of talent, but guys that yeah. really hasn't stepped into that limelight yet. Except, you know, is that of course Jalen Carter, um, and uh, you know Chris Smith, who had that pick six. Maybe he'll have another season opening pick six. Um, to start this season as he did against Clemson up there in the Duke's Mayo Classic in mm-hmm. Charlotte. Maybe he'll, maybe Without that'll happen. Well, tr- well, troop. Let's head on over to Bet Online. Let's let's talk about some games coming up this weekend. Um, and uh, you know, Tennessee's going to kick the, kick the thing off this week for for the SEC on Thursday against Ball State. I don't think we really need to pick this game. But I just thought it was interesting that they were 33 and a half point favorites. Wait, who's that again? Tennessee over Ball State. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'll cover that. Yeah, I think they'll cover that too. Um, the game I'm excited about on Thursday um, is the backyard brawl. I haven't seen this game, this rivalry in a minute. You know, Pittsburgh and West Virginia used to be in the same conference. Mm-hmm. That used to determine like Big East Championship. Mm-hmm. Now it's. Now it's Big 12 versus ACC. Pitt is hosting their home and their seven and a half point favorites. How do you see the backyard brawl? Um, from a defense standpoint, I think Pitt's defense um, is going to do great for them. Um, you know, West Virginia is going to be spread. You know, they got arms there now. Um, so it's going mm-hmm. to be interesting to see how he's used. Um, some things that he's used. Um, um, 
But I think Pitt can hold out, you know, to win this ball game. Yeah. I don't think they did have enough ground in offense um, to really do much. And I think Pitt, you know, offensively, two of their, their biggest producers last year, um, one going to the NFL, the great USC. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I think enough to actually, you know, win the ball game. Yeah. Um, if the defense can keep them in it. <clears throat> Yeah, I think Keaton Slovis is going to have a good game, and I think Pittsburgh defense Pittsburgh's defense is going to come out swinging like Aaron Donald uh, wielding two helmets. Um, yeah, because if if you know anything, you know Pat Narduzzi is going to have a top notch defense. Oh yeah, they're going to be ready. I'll home after our JV game to, to <clears throat> catch that one. There you go. Maybe if you win a few more bets, you could be literally flying home from your JV game. On your helicopter. Yeah. Maybe. See what I did there? Yeah, get it? Like, you're going to have so much money. Um, yeah, I think Pitt takes it. I, I I think it's, I think they cover, but I think they, I think they double the spread. Yeah, I, I think, think it's going to double the spread. Gonna, I think they're going to score one later. Yeah. At least 10. <laughs> yeah. And I'm unsure about the over. I, I'm not so sure about the over. I, I think I might take the under on that one. First game of the year, good yeah. defense, a little bit sloppy, probably. Um, another conference game, uh, Missouri and Louisiana Tech. Missouri is 19.5 point favorites, probably the only game they'll be double-digit favorites in on their schedule. Uh, they play Louisiana Tech, who, for some reason, Sonny Cumbie comes in as a new coach, and they are scraping the bottom of the barrel in Conference USA, in a, in a conference that saw a mass exodus of teams. Yeah, Does no, Missouri cover I'm, this? I'm, no. I just don't <clears> see it. That you know, you you are the winner. <laughs> ah, as I get all choked up about that one. Yeah. As well. I just I just don't see based off recent history, and like I said, it's gonna be Vandy uh bottom of the barrel bowl anyway. Um yeah. I just don't and I think Vandy will be after what I saw from Vandy. The other night, yeah, um, Missouri. So I don't think Missouri covers the spread, right? I, I don't think they either. I don't think they do. Either. There's going to be what ugly. It's going to be sloppy. Nineteen and a half. No, no. So they're going to win, and the, and the over under set at fifty nine. So I guess Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of points there. I don't buy it. I doubt it. I, I'm going to stay the hell away from it. Is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, another interesting one is. Uh, Former Indiana, former not former Indiana, but former uh, Missouri quarterback Connor Bazelak is now a Hoosier, and they host Illinois, mm-hmm. who's fresh off a beatdown of I don't even know who they played, but they beat them down pretty good. Which for Illinois to beat hey, down Wyoming. anybody is impressive. Yeah, Wyoming, that's who it was. They, for for Illinois to beat down anybody, it's impressive. Very first series is great. Um, they come out and run mm-hmm. Jeff Wheel. Um, basically what we call it, the score, the score in the first series, um, big kickoff return and they scored three plays, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, you know, they got it going, go going fast at Illinois. Yeah. Uh, they're playing fast and they're playing hard. I kind of like Illinois in this one, just based off what I saw last I, week. I might change. I, my I mind, think Indiana, but I think Indiana's trending down. Um, yeah. I, I'm not so sure about the over under here, um, but I would definitely take Illinois plus three. Um, yeah. They on this lost one, a lot I, I just think for Portland, yeah. um, uh-huh. you know, there's kind of a little turmoil 
<clears throat> there in Indiana. Um, after he was over there, you know, it kind of hit the fan and last year. So, um, and after, after what I saw with Illinois, they keep playing the way they're playing. I think they'll, and they'll win this ball game. Absolutely. I, I can't disagree with you there. Um, Arkansas plays Cincinnati. It's an interesting matchup. Cincinnati, a playoff team a year ago, uh, looking to defend their American conference championship, but they travel to Fayetteville. They are six point underdogs as they roll into pig suey. The over under set at 51. I like Arkansas. I mean, I, you know, this, this game is classic. Like other, oh, they're setting it up for a group of five sec upset, but I just don't see it. I think yeah. Arkansas is probably going to roll here. I think I like Arkansas. <clears throat> um, with what Arkansas has experienced coming back off in Cincinnati's built off for defense. Um, unless they stop the run, um, I think Arkansas has a field day because we all, if all the Alabama game, I know Kendall Browse has figured out a way to run the football against Cincinnati. Um, so yeah. I think yeah, I like I like Arkansas in this one. Be off right. Yeah, I think KJ is going to have a big, big day. Um, don't really need an analysis here, but Ole Miss opens up as 21.5-point favorites at home against Troy. Um, you have uh, James Madison opening their first FBS conference game against MTSU, uh, their their first fun belt game. Uh, they're six-point favorites over MTSU. I thought that was interesting. You have an FCS team making the jump to a well-established FBS team, and they're six-point favorites at home. Tennessee? Yeah. That's sad, isn't it? Ooh, ooh, middle Tennessee. I think they're going to come out with a little <clears throat> show with that one. They should. Yes. Yeah, I think Rick Stockstill is going to retire after the season. It's going to be one of those, hey, you should probably retire. Yeah. Can be one one of those games, or one of those seasons. All right, here, here's one. Uh, it's pretty much a pick'em, uh, but Utah on the road is two and a half point favorites at Florida in the swamp. I'm taking that bit. Taking Utah. <clears throat> now I'm taking Utah as well. I just I don't think Florida's ready for that one. The uh, Napier yeah. era is going to get off to a rocky start because they got Kentucky the next week. I think. <laughs> mm. Kentucky opens as 17-point favorites over Miami of Ohio. Not going to take that one. No. Not going to take anything on that. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ohio State is 17-and-a-half-point favorites at home over Notre Dame. People are picking both of these teams to be in the playoff. How can the spread be that that wide? Man, man. Man, I think uh, Coach Freeman goes back to alma mater. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they let him embarrass like that. So <clears throat> I'm going to take Notre Dame. Yeah, I think they I, I think they lose by 14 at worst case scenario. And I'd be more I'd be inclined to try the over because I think there's going to be a lot of points scored here. The over is at 59. Yeah. Unless unless the Ohio State <clears throat> got better on defense score, but they can't stop the four pass over the run. So. Right. right. So uh, a few more notable games here. Um, South Carolina opens with Georgia State, 13-point favorites. Alabama opens 
41-point favorites over Utah State. Mississippi State is 15.5 points over Memphis. Um, the next one we want to pick, <clears throat> LSU-FSU. Now, FSU had a pretty good showing, albeit against Duquesne. Uh, they only come in as three-point underdogs in the uh, Bayou Classic in New Orleans against against LSU. Mm, you know, against Florida the family. Florida State's defense showed me a lot on Saturday. Uh, my wife's a Florida State fan. Um, yeah. So we watched that game against the school, deaf and blind. Um, <laughs> we all, but what I saw when their starters were in, you know, they were very dominant. Um, lo and behold, if they get an injury and their backups have to go in, um, then it's going to get ugly real quick. Um, I think the mm-hmm. dominant factor of, of new regime at LSU and that defense that LSU has when not let Florida State do anything special, you know, in that game um, in Tallahassee no. this past weekend. Um, even though it was written show a lot, unless they got some tricks up their sleeve, LSU wins. Um, but I think it's going to be close. Um, they stay healthy and, and the first group can, you know, kind of maintain the <laughs> LSU wins um, than most yeah. people think it will be. I think LSU covers. Uh, I think they win, they cover. Uh, the over-under, I'm going to take the under, probably. Um, I, I think it's going to be one of those, like, the game's going to be in the 20s. Yeah. I'm also going to, as you know, yeah. being, well, I, I think getting dumped on here. Well, I think it's in the, I think it's in the Superdome, so oh, I think they're okay. Neutral. Um, neutral I think it's neutral. Kind of like the Georgia game is neutral. It's yeah, not really factor. Uh, Georgia Tech at home, 21 and a half point dogs to Clemson. Um, I think Clemson roll. I think I would be inclined to take Clemson in the over. I think I'm going to take Clemson yeah. here. I don't know about that. I got kind of got to see how they are offensively. Um, first, I know they're going to be good defensively to stay, even though it, uh, Vittable's gone. Um, but well, one of Georgia Tech's best defensive players now plays for Ole Miss. That's very true. Oh no! So let me let me think on that. I'm thinking, <laughs> but um, this yeah, I'm taking Clemson red. in the over. Mm. I think about it for a second. Think about it. Think about it. Okay, so Georgia, here's the game of the week. Georgia, minus 17 in the, in the bins, according to Bet Online. Nobody gets controlled between now and then, which I doubt will happen. I got at Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't think or get. Um, I think they're pretty much in the rebuilding aspect of their of their team. I think Coach Lane is going to do a great job. Um, but I don't think it's this year that they've been taking Georgia all the way. I think finally Stetson's in the driver's seat. There's too many weapons there. I think worst case scenario for Georgia, it's a 31 to 10 game. Could be worse depending on uh, how how that momentum ball gets gets rolling. So I like the dogs to cover. Yeah, I'm thinking so, very much like the Michigan game. Uh, um, you know, now he gets yeah. hot early. Um, Defense kind of, you know, establishes kind of what they're going to um, and we just and we just kind of roll. Stetson was pissed off in that in that Michigan game. Yeah. I think I'd he be needs pissed to, off too because 
doubt though. I, was I think him. he needs a few people show here. Yeah, I think he needs a few people to doubt him so he gets pissed off. So absolutely. Um, but uh <clears throat> as we wrap up, yes, go 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 dogs go hunting. Duck hunt. It's a duck hunt. That's the title of our show. Um, <laughs> as we wrap up, <clears throat> some things to expect hopefully throughout the week. I'm uh Israel, I think you and I need to uh post our bets. Let's say our top three picks. So we'll play a three game. We'll play a three game parlay. Okay. Uh, so if you were to pick a three game parlay, who would, what would you pick? So think about that. We'll post that on social media coming out later this week. You know, as news comes out, as news unfolds throughout the course of the week, we will keep you updated on that. Things will change. Lines may change. Things we say tonight may be completely different by the time Saturday rolls around. Who knows? So, um, I'll pet my, I'll, I'll post mine. You can post your picks, things like that. Who you're going to take. And, uh, we'll see how it all, how it all shakes out. If I will give you the disclaimer that I can't guarantee that you'll win, but this, these are the chances <laughs> I'm taking. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm excited about this season, man. It's, <clears throat> you know, I think I'm a little bit Fine more here. excited from the simple fact that Georgia won that championship. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of looking forward to still have the hangover. We're still hungry. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of interested to see kind of what LSU does. Um, does Clemson bounce back this year? Uh, what does Miami do? Yeah. You know, those are just a couple of teams. Yeah. You know, just off the top of my head, um, mm-hmm. uh, how about North Carolina bouncing back? Uh, Gene yeah. Chizik is defense coordinator. Sam Howell leaves, um, and they just, mm-hmm. just they don't miss a beat. They got back there. I mean, he he later ride the, uh, last night. He did a great. Um, so it's just going to be. It's going to be interesting to see what teams were on the bubble last year. You know, did they get better? Did they get worse? Exactly. Vandy got better. Vandy did get better. Nebraska did not. A lot of people picking Nebraska to to win the the Big Ten West. Not so sure that's going to happen. It's kind of tough going on one start start off. Northwestern Northwestern looked pretty good. What was it, 10, 28, 7, something like that. Yeah. Um, And they never scored again. Absolutely. So, but uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna knock off here. Uh, expect the uh, the audio version of this to go up here very very soon. Uh, you can follow us on those things that are scrolling down below. Um, Believe in dogs on all networks. Uh, you can follow Troopstar Twenty Eight on all social media platforms. Coach Burton Thirty Six on Twitter. Coach Corey Burton on Instagram, and of course, you can always follow the Believe Network. Uh, we thank you for joining us. We hope to see you back here next week. We hope your picks land. We hope your team wins. If you are uh, a fan of another team that just happened to stumble upon our show and just needed some other content, we hope your team wins. But if you're a dog fan and you're listening to this thing, obviously, let's go dogs. Go. And we'll see you back here next week, hopefully with a dub. Peace out. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.